Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and today I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Angel. Hi. So this week we are talking talking about, ooh, excuse me, Guiding Light. <laughs> um, we're discussing February 3rd to February 9th. So I'll roll the credits and we'll get right into it. I forgot to say February 3rd to February 9th, 1995 is what we're covering. <laughs> I mean, if you've been here this, at this point. <laughs> Not 2024. Not 2024. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now we're sad. Now we're sad. <laughs> um, so I guess we should get like the smaller the stories out of the way or the stuff that wasn't really featured as heavily. Mm -hmm. Um, so we had Sid and, um, Jilly. Jilly, yep. And, um, apparently they knew each other as kids, or he, they went to school together, and maybe he had a crush on her. Because, yeah, I thought that was cute. Because he, like, told this story about how he, like, cut a picture out of her. I don't know if it was from a yearbook or from, like, a school newspaper. And his brother found it. And was like gonna tell everybody, and he like chased them down and basically beat them down and took the picture. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, um, I think Jilly knows that he's like the informant or the person that's been helping him set like those little fires to like get the police's attention. Yeah. Um, and she wants to know like where he is. She like wants to meet him, and he's like hesitant because he, he like his brother ratted out, I guess, some pretty heavy drug dealers, and he's mm -hmm. afraid that his brother will get hurt or mm -hmm. lose his life, so he's been basically moving him around from one location to another. Um, but he said that he made his brother promise not to tell anybody about the picture, and he kept that promise, and so I guess this was supposed to be like an analogy that he was keeping the promise to not blow his cover. Mm -hmm. Um... But he ends up going to see his brother, and he tells Jilly that he wants her to come with him. So I thought that was cute. <laughs> so they meet him. Was it Roof or I he had a weird name? He had a weird name, name. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I wouldn't forget. It was it was yeah, I don't remember. Roof, right? I think it was Roof. Yeah, raise the roof. That's yeah, what I, like, I like, that's all I remember. <laughs> so um, we meet Roof, and he's in a wheelchair. Apparently, he was gunned down during a drug deal gone bad. Um, and either the people that were responsible for him being gunned down or they work for the person that was responsible, um, they're still around. So that's why they keep moving him. And apparently, he's leaving the state or Springfield. Um, I don't say what state Springfield is, but we're assuming it's somewhere in the Midwest. Oh, we never know, like, what state it is? We don't know for sure. Okay. We don't know for sure. They never really say where Springfield is. I, if they did, I might have missed it, but I think, but I know it's in the Midwest. Like Salem. Yeah, it's Salem, USA, and not, like, yeah. Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've always gathered that Salem was, like, in, like, Wisconsin or um, Illinois. Mm -hmm. Because whenever they mention, like, a major city, it's always Chicago. Yeah. So I just assume that it's in Illinois somewhere. <laughs> um, but back to Guiding Light. Mm 
So we meet Roof, and this is also his goodbye. So we barely knew him. <laughs> we hardly knew you. <laughs> um, we did not see um, Vivian. Mm. That's her name, Vivian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, which was sad because I love her. <laughs> but we did see Annie, so that's just it's good. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's another smaller storyline? Oh, so Eleni finally arrives in her, her part of Greece where her family lives. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about this, honestly. When I saw her, I was like, oh, that's right. She's going to Greece. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't featured as heavily this week. Um, she shows up at the restaurant or cafe that her family lives at, like above, to find out that her family doesn't live there anymore. And that it has been bought by somebody else. Um... She calls Frank, and apparently because it's windy, they have bad reception. And she tells him that it's going to take a few more days um, because the sister of the guy that she was arranged to marry has to set up a meeting. Yeah. So now Frank's all like, I have to go to Greece, like now. <laughs> um, and that was pretty much it for that. Um, other little things Nadine was like going on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Frank and Buzz were kind of like, they weren't giving the guy a hard time. They were just like making small talk because she was taking a long time to get ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but also he was early. He like came over just to like give her flowers. Yeah. It was like hours away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like Nadine. I actually got spoiled about some things. Yeah. Has, was, has to do with a character we met the last time, right? That and Nadine. Um, I was listening to Old Days Time Confidential, and I was like, what? What? I know. <laughs> I was like, how? Really? The one thing I'm watching is what I get spoiled on. <laughs> 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 but we're miles away from that. Um, <laughs> we are miles away from that. Um, what else? Oh, so... Lucy apparently was instrumental in closing a twenty thousand, not thousand million dollar deal, mm -hmm. or billion, million or billion, like one of them. More money <laughs> that we both have at the set right now. Right. <laughs> more money than I'm worth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Alan Michael wants to like celebrate, and he like puts on rock music, and they're just like dancing around as like Alan and um, Alexandra are approaching the office. And they're just discussing, he's thanking her for allowing Alan Michael to be president. And she's like, oh, no problem. She's like, because, you know, Nick didn't really want it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's, like, taking it so seriously. And I'm like, oh, they're setting it up for to show, like, how not serious he's being by dancing to rock music. <laughs> but it didn't go the way that I thought. Alan was like, oh, you've taken on the Spalding tra men tradition. Apparently, this is something that all the Spalding men do. <laughs> their little unorthodox when they celebrate. <laughs> and he's like, you don't understand because he probably, father probably only talks to the men about this, Alexandra. <laughs> um, so, I'm a little confused about the status of the relationship between Nick and Mindy. Me too. Because at the beginning of the year that we started, they seemed to be on bad terms. Like, she didn't want him near her. And now it seems like they're together, but not. Yeah. <laughs> and they were trying to um, adopt a baby. Mm -hmm. 
I know that both of them leave sometimes. I mean, we established that like the 1995 is the year a lot of characters leave or get recast. Yeah. So I think I'm wondering if this is like coming towards their exit storyline. Oh, okay. She, I think I read, and I think we may have even lately touched on this. She doesn't come back, right? Like this is she's only like on in the 90s, and that's it. She does, but not like. I know she comes back at the end. Oh, I remember the end. Of, the end of the series was the four months. It wasn't play, She wasn't played by Barbara Crampton. It was the original actress. Oh, um, okay. so um, like I remember there was a scene with the four Musketeers at the end of the show. Um, four Musketeers being Mindy, um, Philip, Rick, who you're going to meet this year, and um, Min- no, Mindy, Rick, Beth, and Philip. Okay. Very um, in the 80s. Nick shows her a list, an adoption agency list that they were on, and apparently they're on the top of the list. Mm-hmm. So that makes her happy. Um, I don't know. It was weird because, like, they were saying that they love each other, but they're not living together, and they're kind of planning separate lives. And I was just like, "What? what yeah, is and I still don't there? know what caused like their their breakup because I because I would one would think that it would be because she slept with Roger, and this was when. Um, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> Who's playing her at the time? Oh my gosh! With Alexandra, I need to talk to you. <laughs> I think it was um, Kimberly Sims. Kimberly Sims at the time, and then they had, there was a recast between Kimberly Sims and Barbara Crampton, and then Barbara Crampton came on. Okay, cool. She's becoming a really big part of my life, Barbara Crampton, <laughs> <laughs> because she played Trista Evans, Marlena's um cousin, I think, on mm-hmm. Days in the eighties. And then I'm watching Santa Barbara, and I was just told by a friend that she makes, like, a pop-up appearance on Santa Barbara for, like, an episode or two. Did and you then... see Chopping Mall? Chopping Mall? Oh, is that a horror movie? It's a horror movie, yeah. She was in No, that. but I heard she's in a lot of horror, like, She's, a, she's horror. a screen queen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Guiding Light, and then I know she was on Sunset Beach for a little bit, and then obviously Liana Love. Like, so she's becoming a really big part of my yeah, life. Yeah, Actively. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like her. I like her too. Uh, where was I going? Um, oh, there was there was a kid. They showed so they had Blake and Ross being like, okay, now that the the Fifth Street fire case is done, they're like, what are we gonna do? They're like, we base our lives on other people's lives. Like, we don't actually have lives of our own. And they're kind of like narrating as they're showing like the town's residents like start their. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool. Like, that was a cool episode. Yeah, because it also ended like that. With them like kind of narrating it, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I going with that though? Oh, so there was a kid in the house. So Nick lives with Fletcher. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Who was the kid? Was that Ben? That's Ben. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben should be around the same age as Michelle and Billy. Okay. This is the year that um, Rebecca Budig comes on as Michelle? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk about Josh and Reeve yet. Oh, so... Josh <laughs> and Nessa Annie. <laughs> and Annie. Well, because Reva comes up. Um, yep. So Vanessa and Matt are kind of having trouble spending quality time together because like the family keeps interrupting and there's just like a lot going on. And... 
<laughs> there was a funny scene where Vanessa is sewing, I guess, a jersey for um, Bill. Bill, yeah. I still want to call him Billy because he's a kid, but Bill. <laughs> I just called him Billy. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that. It's like... <laughs> um, and she's like, Penny, for your thoughts that she's sewing. And he's like, well, he's like, since you guys are... How did he say? Are you guys, since you guys are shacking up, are you going to live together? And she like pokes herself. She's like, ow! <laughs> she wasn't expecting him to see that. <laughs> and she just says, like, she likes to spend time with him, and she's not going anywhere, if that's what he's worried about. Mm -hmm. um, she mentions, you know, maybe he could start coming over for family dinners, if that's okay with him. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> So every, everybody was kind of accepting the relationship. I mm -hmm. feel like um, the scandal has worn off. Yeah. At least within the family. I don't know about um, in the tabloids. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I was laughing every time they were trying to talk dirty with each other. There was like always like some commotion going on. Yeah. In the <laughs> <laughs> and then she went in the closet, the big walk-in closet. <laughs> yeah, and her father like opened the closet. Like, was on the He's like, oops, sorry, I didn't know you were in here. Like, that's normal. Just be hiding in the closet. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think at that point, he was like, what are you wearing? He's like, maybe you should take your shirt off as her father opens the door. As her father opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I totally forgot that Josh um, asked Annie out on a date. And um, Mara's, like, really excited that he's going on a date. She's, like, teasing him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Is Josh known to have, like, a temper where he just, like, yells for no reason? <laughs> um... So I feel like, okay, so non-Reva clips of Josh that I've seen, he's either a sad sack, he's really angry, something something along those lines of like, of like, you know, obviously I need Reva in my life, so I wouldn't be like this person. Okay. Clips of him with Reva or with like a woman, I've seen he's, he's basically mellowed. He's very romantic. Like, especially with Reva, he's very romantic with, with Reva. Mm -hmm. um, like, some of my favorite clips of Josh are with Reva. Okay. But, like, uh, I know there was like a, uh, I don't think it's famous, but there's like, I, I think it was a little famous. There's a scene, I, I forgot the uh, indication, and you can help me out in the comments here, where um, Josh is paralyzed and he, him and um, Burt Bauer, we're a physical therapy at the same time. Burt Bauer stands up. Um, I think Burt Bauer's um, it, being in a wheelchair has to do with diabetes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So she, I think she lost one of her limbs, um, which I think that happened to the actress in real life, um, oh. which led to Sharita Bauer dying. Um, so uh, they, they were so happy. We, oh, she could stand. Yeah, yeah, And then, like, cuts to Josh, and he goes, get me out of this chair! Well, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's, and this was in the early 80s, so... Okay. <laughs> this was prior to Reva, from what I understand. Or maybe it was... Oh. Or maybe he was with Reva, and it was, like, their first, like, real, like, on-screen, like... We're trying to get together, but we don't like each other, but we like each other, yeah. and you're marrying my father, and this and that. And I think this was prior to the the Slow Springfield. I cursed myself, to, I baptized myself the Slow Springfield, so. So I know she married his father. Mm -hmm. Did she then marry his brother before he actually she actually got to him? <laughs> I think she married Billy before the father, but this was out oh. of town. Because Alan brought her on as... Um, just a foil, just a... Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. 
as a foil for I think it was Vanessa and I think it was Vanessa and Billy. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know that. Happened. Yeah, oh, that's but then cool. it turned out that then, but then Josh was in town and it turns out it didn't go right. Right. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that little piece of history. That's interesting. <laughs> Um, I thought she was just like, I don't know, like a Brooke Logan. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know she was actually brought in as a foil. Um, oh, so he's getting ready for his date and he has his cast on still and he can't, he either can't get his pants on or the pant is like stuck and he's like screaming for Vanessa's help. What Meanwhile, Annie's downstairs like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> And Mara's just sit, sitting there laughing at her. <laughs> um, I love the actress that plays Mara because she comes up on Instagram currently and it's just like, oh, look at you all growing up. I'm seeing you as a child. She's, wear, she's wearing the locker room shirt that he just yeah. made. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh apparently had made reservations at a fancy Italian restaurant. And once he finally gets dressed, they go. Um, and he starts talking, I think about like a, uh, a Mexican restaurant. That's really good. And she's, she's like, Oh, I like spicy. And he's like, well, we could go there if you want, but I guess they had already ordered or mm-hmm. your drinks had started coming. So they ended up staying. Yeah. Um, did he try to order for her? There was like a, a little contention. Tried- she was like, I want this. <laughs> he tried to order for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's very independent. Um, but apparently she didn't get what was ordered which she ordered, but she said that it was very good and he tried to return it and they were going to take it back. And she's like, no, 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 it's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got a little angry that he like mm-hmm. was like disregarding her opinion, feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about Reva a little bit. She's like, you know, I asked around. I, I heard about your wife. I'm sorry. Um, but he's like, I don't want to live in the past. He's like, I want to live in the now and move forward. Um, but when they're fighting over the, the meal, she's like, you know what? I think this was a mistake. <laughs> she's like, so I'm just going to go. <laughs> and I'm like, but you picked him up. How's he going to get home? <laughs> but then she's like, I'll drive you home. She's like, I stick to my commitment. <laughs> so um, that was pretty much it for them together. Well, he uh, comes back to the hospital. Doesn't he come to the hospital? Yeah, to apologize, right? To apologize, yeah. Um, how did that get resolved? I don't remember. Did she accept? I think she did accept. Okay. Um, Bridget was a little bit more tolerable this week. I feel like I'm seeing cracks in her anger, and she's starting to be a little bit normal again. Mm-hmm. Um, every time she's in a, a scene with um, oh, not what's his name, Vivian's son, David. David. Um, I feel like they're chem testing i mean i know they were friends before but i'm like are they a thing are they gonna be oh yeah so when i was watching so so fast forward a little bit um every year i watch the 1995 christmas special you'll you'll see why when we get to it okay like it's one of those like it's a flashback episode of the years so uh so i watch it every year um that's where a lot of my references to the show comes from like with in the past and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, at this point, at that point, they recasted Dave. So, bye. Oh, like the actor who plays <laughs> oh really? <him. laughs> yeah, but the guy who plays him was on Sunset Beach. So, um, 
Oh. Dr. Titus Robinson. Did you get to his character yet? No. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. he was Dr. Titus Robinson on Sunset Beach. And he was also on Another World before that. Okay. Um, but um, they seem. it seems like there's always this. Like. Are they going to be a couple underlying. of them? And then <laughs> I don't think it ever happens. Because there's a very, and this is prior to when we started watching it, there was a very famous trial um, where um, David got accused of killing somebody, but he didn't kill him. And when he was um, let let off, Bridget runs into his arms and jumps, <laughs> like kind of, you know, like the spree in the moment. Yeah. It's a lot like that. Okay. So there's always this... You know, are they going to be a couple? Are they just friends? Like this, they're playing around with the platonicness of their. Did you watch Vampire Diaries? I I did a little bit, yeah. Did you watch it like deep? Like, were you in season six when you were still watching? No, no. Oh, so there's. I'll just explain really quick. So you know Bonnie, right? Mm -hmm. Um, at some point she went to like, she time traveled. She was like in 1994 for a few months, and when she came back and she saw Damon. Um, there was a moment like that. She like ran to him and like jumped in his arms, and there was always like kind of that. Oh, do they have romantic chemistry? Like Bonnie and Damon? Like, <laughs> and I was like, I think I like this. So that's what that reminded me of. You explained. Yeah. Um, but back to getting late. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like Lucy. I know I said this last time, but I really like her, and I feel so bad for her because she just wants to be in a relationship so bad. <laughs> She's like, I guess I'll go back to the personals. <laughs> guess I'll go back to the personals. <laughs> she's like, this guy says not Prince. She's like, maybe I'll answer the guy that says he's not Prince Charming. <laughs> <laughs> and she mentions to Bridget that she's a virgin still. Which Aww. nothing wrong with that. I just feel like nothing she looks wrong a with that. old yeah. to be a virgin still. <laughs> like well, she's how a young old, girl. How old is she, like, like, she like in her 20s? Yeah, maybe. I could see that. Yeah, that that would happen. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, I think even Bridget's a little bit shocked, but she's like, "Good for you." She's like, "Don't settle." Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when I I think I noted that Bridget was acting a little bit more normal because she talked about what it's like to have that like spark and be in love, and she talked about Dylan, but she did it in like a calm way, mm-hmm. like almost a reminiscent way, instead of being angry. Yeah. So I like that. I started to see the cracks. Um, who else? Am I forget, who am I forgetting? Oh, the big one. Well, I guess it's not really that big, but Holly and um, Roger. Holly Fletch and Raj. <laughs> <laughs> I like when people call him Raj. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's staying with Holly. They're not engaged, but he's still living there. And he just is getting frustrated mm-hmm. with the status of their relationship mm-hmm. because he won't, she won't let him in like intimately, like physically. Um, they'll kiss and he, and he says like, I just feel like we'll kiss and you put this wall up. Like you don't want me to touch you. And I thought it was very interesting how the, he worded it or the writers worded it because he says, is it because of what happened in the past? That actually saying what it was. And I was like, mm, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we know. We know. Um, 
And she says, no, no, no. She just has to work out her, her thoughts or her feelings. And he's like, well, I'm not going to live here if this is how it's going to be. And she doesn't want him to go. He's like, you're saying you don't want me to go, but you're not letting me in. So he's like, until you figure it out, I'm just going to go. So he goes. Um, meanwhile, Fletch <laughs> and Nick are talking openly about how he feels about Holly. And how she'll always go to Roger and it's just a pipe dream. But he's he's like, I gotta try one more time. <laughs> and Holly goes to see him. And he says, you know, we should go out and try to work out what's going between us and end this, if it needs to be ended. Mm-hmm. And she initially is like, no. But then she comes back and she agrees. And so he says, like, okay, dinner tonight. And then that same night, Roger asks her to go to dinner. And she's like, oh, no, I have a, a business meeting. She, so he he buys it, but he doesn't because he's doing some investigating. He goes to her office. He goes to her desk trying to find a name of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know Roger too well, but he seems very persistent. Like, he won't let things go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Who did he ask? Oh, it was Ed Bauer. Mm-hmm. He was talking to Ed, and he was like, she's addicted to you. It's always going to be you. There's never going to be another man. Like, you're the you're like the one and only for her. Yeah, and, and, like, Ed, and Ed and Holly used to be a thing, I think, for a little bit. And Roger never actually let that go, because... <laughs> well, then I... Well, because I assume, given the status, that he lost her to Roger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Roger um, never actually let that go. It's all. It was always like. It was always like. You always go back to Ed. You always go back to Ed. <laughs> so, <laughs> does she? She doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can spoil that. She doesn't go back to Ed. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was wondering because there was a little. I was like, okay, these guys apparently don't like each other. But he's like, I'm being honest with you. Like, you're her one and only, pretty much. Um. But so <laughs> Fletcher tricks her and he ends up taking her away for like a ski weekend or a ski couple of days. Mm-hmm. So it's an overnight and the next day he has a whole skiing thing planned. And I did, I think I dozed off a little bit, honestly. Somehow Roger found out that that's where she was. <laughs> Some, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get how he found out, and it wasn't because I dozed off. It's I guess since I wasn't paying attention because I watch some of this in the background while I'm like cooking and stuff like that, uh-huh. and I listen to it, but I don't, I don't really hear it. So, uh-huh. so, um, and then a lot of it's just him driving in the snow. Yeah, there was a well. I don't. They went where there's snow to go skiing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was necessarily a snowstorm. I think he was just headed towards the ski lodge. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be snowing, maybe. Yeah. Um, so part of me wonders if he knew she was with Fletcher or he just suspects that there's a man. Because when he finds her, she doesn't let him in and she's ready to leave. But he sees a bottle, I guess, of champagne or wine. I don't know which liquor it was. And the snow boots. So, oh, yeah, the part that, the part that I forgot and then I just remembered was... Um, Fletcher was taking Holly's snow boots off and they fell on top of each other and they kissed. 
Oh, yeah, I didn't see that part. I definitely dozed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, oh, I probably only missed like five minutes. I probably missed like 15 minutes. <laughs> um, so she leaves with him and he's like, oh, but it's snowing. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And she lies and says that she was with a woman. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell if Roger knew she was li- knew she was lying or because he flashes back to the champagne and the snow boots. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't tell if he already knew who she was with, and but she commits this lie, and she actually keeps telling more details, and I'm like, stop it, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know Roger that well, but I know him well enough to know that if he already knows you're lying, you're just digging yourself deeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much how that ended. Mm-hmm. Is there any characters I forgot? No, but there is one little little thing not a not a major thing so if you notice the opening credits changed a little bit there was a day where it was shorter and i was like oh is that shorter and (laughs) so um i did a little research about that i'm like why is the opening credits sound like so it's basically what it is is like it's the do 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 and then the part where it says guiding light Uh and then it ends yeah there's no characters at all in the opening Mm -hmm. um so 1995, what big thing happened in media in 1995? OJ. Yeah. So that was the reason. Um, that was the reason they want to allow more content to be in in case there's like a break in. So they oh. shoddily messed up the opening a little bit for a few episodes, I guess. Okay. It's like by the end of the, by like, and I'm sure it's going to come up again. I'm sure it's gonna come up again a few times. It's not as like clean and polished as like the one in 1997 where they actually did shorten the opening and then the mm-hmm. thing left it shortened for the rest of the, its run, uh, okay. which is a little more clean and polished. And which I like that opening too because it's just like, oh man, we get more content. So, yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like 1997 is just so good that like you just don't mind that the opening is short. Huh. I didn't even really think about that because like, Passions would kind of have a shortened version of their theme mm-hmm. song that they would show every once in a while. So I just chalked it up to that's just something that they do every once in a while. Um, and I'm sure other shows have shortened versions of their theme. Yeah. I mean, Days of Our Lives is a shortened version of an opening that's that supposed to be short. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even think that OJ had a, a part in that. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I, for what I understand, um, and I think I heard it from Navelle, uh, Jay Lee, I think he mentioned that. Um, that's why they shortened the opening because of the OJ Simpson stuff. Um, and then even like the music, and it's it sounded like it was like, oh, we just need to chop this up a little bit. We need to add the mid bumper and put it in there. And like, <laughs> no, it's not, this is not how it's supposed to be. If you want to shorten the opening, just show guiding light, and that's it. Uh, I miss bumpers. I miss the whole we'll, we will return for the second half of Days of Our Lives in just a yes. moment. Yes! Uh, Guiding Light had that. Like, we will return for the second half of Guiding Light in just a moment. I think As the World Turns had it, too. Yes! Yes, yeah. where they, like, moved the opening, where they moved the logo up so that way you could just add, like, the um, the station ID, and I'm like, oh, I love it so much. I feel like back, because this is when I started watching As the World Turns, back during, like, the beginning of the Luke and Noah thing, Mm-hmm. I feel like at that point, they would actually kind of show scenes of what was coming up 
And yeah, like, so it's uh, coming up on as the world turns. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I like that. It confused <laughs> me for the first when when I happened the first time. I thought it was like, oh my gosh, they shortened the show. Yeah, thirty <laughs> minutes now. No, but then, are I, you going to like the preview like, for the next episode? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the preview for the next episode. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So. I remember thinking like things like Ojai, like when the soaps would get interrupted, I used to like pray because sometimes they would um re-air the, ep- the episode at like one in the morning or two in the mm-hmm. morning. So whenever that would have like a snow would interrupt, I'm like, please replay it. Some it wouldn't always happen, but like usually yeah. they, they took up a good chunk of it, they would do it. But these episodes are available, so they must have replayed at some point. Yeah, because I would because uh, I remember seeing the bottom of the screen of from uh and my affiliate that played this wait a minute hold on let me think because this was 1995 it could have been on channel 10 at that point because then it moved to channel 3 later in 95 oh okay so we had a network switch in our area channel uh mm. NBC NBC and CBS swapped oh. uh anybody who's a Philadelphia knows that about the swap the famous swap unless you were born after that point so um it wasn't as confusing as one would think. All you had to do was just say, oh, wait, Seinfeld comes on channel 10 now. Or um, well, some, uh, or As the World Turns comes on on channel 3 now. So that's basically, it, it took a little bit, but it but once you got used to it, it's like, oh, this makes sense now. I'm sure there were a few people that went mm-hmm. to record their show on the wrong channel and they were like, damn it, and then they didn't make that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> But um, let me just, is there anything I forgot that you wanted to mention? I, I don't think there's anything that you forgot. I think we covered everything. I'm just trying to like go through my notes. Um, yeah, I think I covered everything that was in my notes. All right. I guess we can wrap this up. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for another week's worth of Guiding Light. As always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And until next time, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.